Hello, welcome back to a new episode of the Leading Yourself podcast. We are approaching the last quarter of the year. Next week, we are going to be already in October. And October 3rd is the start of the countdown for the last 90 days of the year. Every year, I do a last 90 day challenge. This year, I want to share with you a different spin to this last 90 day challenge. We're going to use the last 90 days in 2022 to help you move from a career where you might feel you're in autopilot to one that you're more intentional, where you feel more re-engaged, where you feel on your A game. Because I believe we should end the year at the highest standard that we can, feeling at the best that we can. And that includes our careers. So let's dig in into today's podcast episode. Welcome to the Leading Yourself podcast. This is your host, Carolina de Arriba. I'm an HR professional, health and fitness coach, wife, mom, and above all things, a goal getter. In this podcast, we're going to be digging into all things leadership, professional and career development, habits, and relationships. This is a podcast for those who want to become the best version of themselves, those who have big dreams and are willing to embrace the journey and put in the work to achieve them. My goal is to share with you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you in your journey. So let's dig in into today's episode. Okay, I just want to start today's podcast episode acknowledging that we are entering the last quarter of the year. As of October 3rd, there's only going to be 90 days left in 2022. It is crazy, but here we are. And today, in today's podcast episode, I want to share with you the last 90-day career challenge that I have designed. Um, for who? You might ask yourself, is this going to be for me? And I think I want to start there because if you figure out this is not for you, maybe you don't want to continue to listen to this podcast episode. But here's the short answer, and then I'll expand a little bit into that. The answer is this is for everyone. So you want to continue listening to this podcast episode. Here's the thing, when we reach this point of the year, this last quarter of the year, I see two opposite types of people as it comes to your life, your career specifically, since we're talking about careers today, there is one type of people that they realize or they believe there's not enough time to make a difference. They believe that maybe they acknowledge that the year has gone by and they haven't made as much progress as they wanted to towards their goals. And now there is not enough time. So they just give up completely on their goals and specifically their career goals. They're like, nothing is going to happen now. I mean, there's just... 90 days left in the year with all the holidays in between. Everyone is thinking if you, wor if you work in the corporate world, everyone is thinking about year end and closing their 
their accounting books and their finances. And no one is going to be focused on my career in this last 90 days. So nothing is going to happen. So I'm just going to let it go and I'll start fresh in January. Then there's another group of people that maybe also acknowledge that there hasn't been enough progress as they would like to see so far this year. And they also realize that there's only 90 days left in the year. But instead of giving up, they think, they believe that as long as there are time, there is time. Meaning that until the very last day of the year, there is time to make progress. And they realize that maybe they're not going to get to the finish line, but they can get so much more closer to that finish line if they keep going and they're intentional about what they do in the next 90 days. And of course, there are people that fall in between these two extremes. I think one big difference between these two camps is mindset. Fixed mindset versus growth mindset. But I think there might be other factors that might influence whether you're inclined towards one or the other, specifically if you're inclined more towards the one that is thinking, maybe I should give up and start over in January. And that is that maybe you're feeling stuck in your career. Maybe you're leaving your career in autopilot. So Today, I want to talk about people all across the spectrum. So I want to talk and start today's podcast episode, even though this podcast today is to talk about the last 90-day career challenge. Uh, I'm really excited about this. It's something new. I always do a last 90-day challenge, but it's not career-focused. And I decided to come up with this because I've had the opportunity to give a lot of speeches and talk at different groups about what owning your career means and how can you reinvent your career? How can you disrupt your career? And I thought this could be something that can help anyone that it's feeling either stuck, that it's feeling disengaged from their job or their career, um, Anyone that feels that they're in autopilot and they want to be more intentional about driving their career. If you feel any like that, I think you're going to love this challenge. If you are really engaged, you're really enjoying your career, you have reached your goals, then you're still going to love it because if you have, that means you have a growth mindset and you want to keep going and you want to keep re-engaging and feeling at your best and and giving that extra 1%. And this challenge can also give you the opportunity to do that. So in other words, this challenge is for anyone. But let's go back and talk about leaving your career in autopilot and what does it mean. I'm going to share with you some signals that can tell you that you are, in fact, leaving your career in, in autopilot. And there's nothing wrong with it if there's nothing wrong for you with it. I am the kind of person that believes that being intentional with your, with your career is the way to go. I've always tried to be intentional with 
with my career and the things that I do that support my career and help me continue to grow and develop. So let me talk about what might be some signs that your career is in autopilot. And if you realize that it is, this challenge can help you get out of that autopilot. And again, as I said, re-engage and start to thrive. I think thrive is the right word. I had read an article, I think it was from Google, talking about the fact that they're not talking anymore about engagement at work, but they're looking for measuring how people are thriving in their jobs, which is a huge difference between being engaged and thriving. I think thriving is just taking that engagement to a completely different level. And that is what I want for everyone listening to this podcast episode today, that you feel that you're thriving. And that's what I had in mind when I developed this very easy 90-day challenge. Okay, let's go over what are some signs of leaving your career in autopilot. The first one is that you're always busy. You never stop. You don't have time to slow down because you're so busy. You feel that you're very, very busy, that you're nonstop all day, that you go from one meeting to the next, from one task to the next, from one project to the next. And there is... um you don't have an opportunity to take even a time for yourself to maybe learn something new or network or do other things that are maybe even related to the company you work at or your business, if you're a business owner, your career, but not nothing that is for you, right? Um, Nothing that is outside of your responsibilities or the inherited responsibilities of your job or your career. The other one is you feel that life is going by so fast. The years are going by and um, you feel like you're just going by with the years. Like you had all these dreams of all these things that you wanted to accomplish by now in your career and the years have passed and you are in the same place that you were when you started to think about the things that you wanted to have or be by now, right? And you feel like when you look back, I'm like, you're like, oh my God, time went so fast and I'm still in the same place. That can be a signal that you're living your career in autopilot. Another sign that you're living your career in autopilot is that you feel unfulfilled. You don't find joy in your job, in your business, in your career. You feel like, you know, you might feel that you are successful. Maybe maybe you did accomplish some of those goals that you had for yourself, but even after accomplishing those goals, you don't feel a sense of fulfillment. Success and fulfillment are two very different things, right? So if you are feeling unfulfilled from your job, from your career, it might be a sign that you are leaving your career in autopilot. A more tactical sign that you might be 
uh, living in autopilot is that you're suffering from brain fog. This is a physical manifestation of that, right? Very different from all the other things that we've talked so far. And a lot of times that brain fog is caused by mental exhaustion. So sometimes we just need to slow down in order to achieve mental clarity. But remember, you're so busy, you're nonstop, um, days go by so fast, you don't find the time. And as a result, you are experiencing mental exhaustion, which might manifest physically as having brain fog, especially in the afternoons, um, our energy crashes, and you're constantly feeling this brain fog, your productivity is declining. And this is not like a season in which this is happening. It's not here and there, but it's more constant. That might be also a signal. Another signal that you're leaving your career in autopilot might be that you easily get agitated by things. You know, being stressed, being overwhelmed, um, you know, can, can, can create this, right? That you become more reactive to your emotions and to things around you. And uh, you can easily get agitated by things that maybe some time ago didn't agitate you as much as they do now. So those are some physical signs of living your life in autopilot. The other thing is you wake up in the morning and you feel like you're go by your day and every day looks very similar and you go to bed and feeling that you were really busy, you really were really busy, you're maybe tired, but you're not clear on what impact you made that day. And you just go to bed only to wake up, to repeat the same all over again. And your life, as it regards to your job, to your career, to your business, it becomes very monotone right? It's not, it's not lively. It is very monotone. It's like this waking up. I don't know if you saw that movie of someone who wakes up every morning to relive the same day over and over again. And that's kind of how your career or your job is feeling right now. Um, Another sign that can tell you that you're leaving your career in autopilot is that you can remember when was the last time that you had a career conversation with your boss to talk about the future, to talk about what you want to do, to get feedback, to draft a plan on how to get you there. Um, Maybe has been a long time since you have taken part in any development opportunities at your company. Because you're too busy, because you're too tired, because you kind of don't care to a certain extent. Um, So those are some signs that you might be leaving your career in autopilot. And you might not be experiencing all of them. You might be experiencing one, two, three of them. Maybe you are experiencing all of them. You're then you're really living in autopilot and probably not very fulfilled and not probably not very engaged and definitely not thriving in your job, in your career. 
but maybe you're experiencing one or two and you haven't paid attention to those things because everything else seems okay. But if any of what I said resonated with you in any way, it might be an indication that you are or you're starting to move into this autopilot mode with your career. So as I said, I developed this last 90-day challenge that my hopes is that if you can relate to anything that I said, it's going to help you get out of that space. If you feel your career is in a good place, is going to help you re-engage with everything that you aspire to, your dreams, your goals, um, but also is going to help you feel so much more empowered, is going to help you um, start to appreciate more things that are happening in your day-to-day that today maybe you're not even paying attention to, and that is going to help you to thrive at your job, at your career, at your business. And as I said before, personally, I believe there is a big difference between being engaged and thriving, right? For me, thriving is the ultimate goal where everyone should aspire to. And that's where I want you to aspire to. So let's go through the challenge. And this challenge is very easy. It starts October 3rd. It runs through the end of the year. And basically, this challenge is about five things that you're going to do daily for the last 90 days. Very simple. Five things, and they're going to be very easy, I promise. I'm going to walk you through all those five things that you are going to do from October 3rd to the end of the year. If you're an overachiever, you can start today and do it through the end of the year. And if you are an overachiever, maybe after you start, you're going to want to continue over 2023, right? You don't have to limit this only to 90 days. But, you know, 90 days is a great time for many reasons. One, it's the last quarter of the year. It's a nice round number. And it's going to help to build habits, meaning after you do these things over and over again, they're going to become habits, which means that even if you say the challenge is over, some of these things have been already programmed in your subconscious mind that you're going to continue to do them and it's going to help you to continue to thrive in your career. So let's go over what those five things are. Number one is gratitude, right? I want you to every day write down three things that you're grateful for related to your job and or career that happened in the last 24 hours. This could be things or could be people, right? Maybe someone did something to help you and you're grateful for that. Maybe something happened at, at, at work. Something positive happened at work and you're grateful for that. So what are three things that happened the day before? So you're going to do this every, every day at the beginning of your day, whenever you want to do it. You can do it when you go to bed. You can do it when you wake up. Those are two times that I really recommend. Could be great times to include this to really help solidify this as a habit. But either 
as part of your morning routine or as part of your evening routine, try to think about three things that you're grateful for that happened at your job or career or business in the last 24 hours. If some of those things are actually people that you're grateful for because they help you, because they were there for you, because they give you advice, because they coach you, because they gave you feedback, whatever the reason is, if you want to go for extra credit, send them a quick thank you note. Show them that appreciation, right? You're grateful for it. So show it, show it up to the other person. And make that person feel good for what they did. You are reinforcing the behavior for them. And you're showing that you see them, right? That you value what they did for you. Even if it wasn't intentional, right? Maybe they didn't even realize that they were doing that. So again, identify three things that you're grateful for in your job or career or business in the last 24 hours. And if one of those three things pertains to a person, make sure you tell that person. Um, Get in the habit of showing that appreciation for others. For me, I try to do that on Fridays. I don't do it every day. Um, I do have a gratitude practice every day, and I try to incorporate things related to my job. But on Fridays, I have this um, habit that um, I write a little note to my entire team and I shout out people and I show appreciation for for things that they did during the week. So however you want to do it, but get in the habit of practicing gratitude related to your job. What is this going to do? This is going to help you increase your appreciation for your job and your career for where you are right now. Many times we're either stuck in the past or stuck in the future. And we forget to live in the present. And this applies for our lives in general, but certainly applies as well for our jobs, our careers, our businesses. And this practice is going to help you anchor yourself to the present. Be more present in the present. Being able, you're going to start to look for those things that you're grateful for. Because every day, you need to come up with three things. So you're going to pay more attention for things that you appreciate, that you're grateful for at work. Number two, read 10 pages of a book. I want you to pick, you can pick any book that you want. I personally will recommend a book that either is on the personal development space or that is going to help you develop a skill that is required now or in the future in your career. Again, read 10 pages of a book that either are a personal development book or a book that is going to help you develop skills that you need today or you will need in the future. And it has to be 10 pages. Um, There is a reason for that. Why 10 pages? Well, you can pick five if you want, but pick a number and stay consistent with that. So you have a goal to aspire to every day. You're going to read X amount of pages. For me, it's going to be 10 because I think 10 is short enough, but challenging at the same time that it requires me to sit down and really be intentional about it. And that is going to help lower my stress levels, is going to help me continue to grow and develop because I'm feeding my mind with what I'm reading. 
And that's why I recommend that you pick one of those two types of books. Number three, set intentions for the day. So when you start your day, before you open your email, I want you to think and set intentions for the day. What does this do? When you set intentions for the day, you start to become more intentional with your day. I know it's a game of words right there, but it's so true. Instead of days passing by, you're going to start to be more intentional about how you show up every day at work. You're going to start to be more intentional about, okay, I have an important meeting today. How do I want to show up for that meeting? What what energy do I want to bring to this room? Am I going to be quiet? Am I going to be participative? Am I going to be challenging others? Or am I going to be intentional about listening to what others are going to say? Set intentions for your day. How do you want to show up today at work? Number four, step outside of your comfort zone. If you are leaving your career in autopilot, you're probably staying for too long inside your comfort zone. So every day, I want to challenge you to do something outside of your comfort zone that pertains to your job or your career, whether it is reaching out to someone, whether it is trying something that you've never tried before, whether it is signing up for a project that it's something that you haven't done in a long time. Do something every day. It can be something really, really small. It doesn't have to be anything big. Something really small that pushes you outside of your comfort zone every day. And finally, number five, eat that frog. I don't know if you read the book, Eat the Frog, but basically the concept is that you pick one thing, the most difficult thing maybe, the thing that you would drain the most, and you start your day by tackling that one task, right? Getting that out of your list. That thing that maybe you have been procrastinating about, right? This could have been, I forgot to mention this, but this is one signal that you're leaving your career in autopilot. You are becoming more of a procrastinator. So eating the frog is going to help you combat that. Why? Well, because you're going to identify what is one thing that you're most likely going to procrastinate or that you have been procrastinating around. And that's the first thing you're going to do every day, right? Um, So let me recap what are those five things. Number one, daily gratitude. You're going to identify three things that you're grateful that has happened in the last 24 hours that pertain to your job, your career, or your business. If it's a person and you want to go for the extra credit, send that person a little thank you note. Number two, you're going to read 10 pages of a book, the book of your choice, I recommend you pick a book that is either on the personal development side or a book that is going to help you develop a current or future skill that you need to succeed in your career. Number three, you're going to start your day by setting intentions for the day. Answer the question, how do I want to show up today? What meetings do I have? How do I want to show up? for those meetings? Who am I going to be interacting with? How I want to show up with those people? Um, 
Number four, do something every day that pushes you outside of your comfort zone. In other words, step outside of your comfort zone every day. And again, this can be something really tiny, small. And number five, eat that frog. Start your day with that task that it's important that, or that task that you've been procrastinating lately or that task that you're likely to procrastinate out. Get it out of your way. Get it done. First thing in the morning. If you can do that even before you check your emails, even better. Now, I'm going to give you one tip that can help you kill a lot of these birds, right, before even you start your day. I find for me at least that waking up, even if it's 15 or 30 minutes earlier than you're waking up today to get some of these things done, then you can go on with your day and they're done. So imagine if you wake up 30 minutes earlier, you can do your gratitude practice in that 30 minutes. You can read 10 pages of the book in those 30 minutes, and you can set the intentions for your day in those 30 minutes, right? Then you're done with three out of the five things. Then you have the rest of your day to step outside of your comfort zone and eat that frog. Maybe for you, Daily gratitude or setting intentions and reading a book happens at night before you go to bed. You can set intentions for the next day, the day before, right? So maybe you want to have those 30 minutes more towards the end of the day before you go to bed. It's totally up to you. But the more you can bundle some of these, whether it is in the morning or in the evening, I think it's going to be so much more easy, especially at the beginning to start to build these habits. So that is what the last 90-day career challenge is about, doing five things every day. Now, you might be asking yourself, what if I miss one day or one thing one day? Well, your mind is going to want to convince you to give up. But I don't know if you listened to the 6 a.m. club this past Saturday. I had this quote that said, obstacles can't stop you. Problems can stop you. Most of all, other people can stop you. Only you can stop you. Meaning if you skip a day, if you skip one of the things one day, just keep going the next day. Every day is a new opportunity to start again. It doesn't have to be perfect. Do not strive for perfection because it's not going to be perfect. I'm already telling you. There is going to be a day that you're not going to do the thing. Just keep going. The next day, start fresh. That doesn't mean that you start counting again back to one. I know there's a lot of these challenges that you, if you miss one thing, you start counting again. There's not such thing here, right? The finish line is the end of the year, December 31st. You're not striving for perfection, but starting October 3rd, or if you're an overachiever starting today through the end of the year, every day when your alarm goes off every morning, that is a signal that it is a new day, but also it's a fresh start. 
So forget about what happened yesterday. Forget about if the day before you missed one or the other thing and start fresh every day, right? That's the mindset. That is the growth mindset. And that is going to help you to build that consistency around these things. Again, it's not going to be perfect. Focus on progress over perfection. And to help you out, I am going to include some additional resources on the show note of this podcast episode. So I'm going to include an easy tracker that you can use for the next 90 days. If you want to take this whole experience to another next level, I'm going to include a 90-day planner, a career planner. This will include this challenge, but many other things. It's going to include my 90-day goal-setting approach and is going to include other tools to help you in this 90-day challenge. And remember, we're doing this now at the end of the year. You can do this at any time. You can start the year with this challenge. You can do it every quarter of the year. You can do it at any time, really, right? So grab some of those resources. If you feel they can help you with the challenge, you don't need any of that. You only need the list of what are those five things. And I'm going to write them down for you as well on the show notes of this podcast episode. I hope that you decide to jump in into this last 90-day career challenge. And I can't wait to hear how you like it and how it changes your perspective about your job and your career in the next 90 days. With that, I hope you have an amazing day and I will talk to you again next week on another episode of the Leading Yourself podcast.